0: Hello, I'm Con.
1: And I'm Stav. And, and we're Eddie Nucky.
0: You're listening to
1: Radio Karam.
0: You're listening to Rowan Pratt Method, where we talk all things fitness, mindset, well-being, performance, and lifestyle design so that you can have a high-performance life. On today's episode, we have Ead Malaib. Iyad Malaib. He is a comp prep for bodybuilding and physique competitions. Welcome to the show thanks for having me thank you sorry for butchering your name i actually asked you three times beforehand and i still <laughs> got it wrong <laughs> okay. yeah that's right Don't worry. yeah I'll much be. apologies man um so i'm really happy to have you here you've had some gold content before we even got started and i had to cut you off because i didn't want it not to be shared with the public because it is absolute wisdom thank so you. can you just tell us a little bit about your
1: background your experience and what you do uh, thanks so i'm about i'm 49 years old so I've spent the last um, 30 years nearly in pure bodybuilding and comp prep and um, working around the gym solely as my own business and uh, my passion. I'm an architect by trade so I finished as an architect and I've had a passion about training since I was 14 or 15. I went to uni and kept training, competed a couple of times on a between and I found I'm better in telling people how to do things than doing it myself. And I start helping my friends and everyone around. And with time, I found that I'm really passionate about this and I enjoy it. And it's like I put architecture into, into putting it into human body. And I have passion about alchemy and just um, um, supplements and food and uh, biology. Uh, mix it with the architecture and how you can see 3D, you can see potential of someone, how they can become and the forces, how it works through the body. up. just it makes me have my own theories and my own things that I can work with. And I enjoy it in life, something that I can see myself doing for the rest of my life, to the last day of my life, definitely.
0: That is amazing that you've found that. And I find it very interesting that you've taken your approach from creating something in architecture and design and applying it to the human body in a physical form. It's just Mm. a a different perspective and a different avenue, but it's the same sort of concept. I imagine it will be a very unique approach in the industry. And you'd probably look at things different compared to other people.
1: Yes, because in in I've done architectural engineering, which is about six years. So it's it's more you can see the base, you can see what you have and what you work with, and because it teach you how to see three D, three dimensional from, and you can see concept, put a concept and see it where it can go. It helped me a lot with passion I'm putting into human body and just um, how how your body react to things with forcing it, what it can become, the potential, what a person can become. And putting it with the knowledge of daily experience and put it into the gym and you can see what the weights, what resistance training can do into the health. And that's something we can talk about soon into men's health and um, people health just in general. I think it's you touched on an
0: interesting point about potential. So there's so many things that come from weight training other than just body beautification. It's a fact that people learn that what they do actually has an impact on their life and they can actually create themselves and they can physically mold themselves and see it in real time consistency is necessary because mm-hmm. it's not an instant thing, despite the yep. pump when people love
1: looking at themselves in the mirror. Yes. But with time, they can phys- they can change their physical appearance. Definitely. Physical and mental and just even emotional, it feels better. But also internal organs, what I've done, first when I started training, when I started working in Australia, I worked at the TAFE Chisholm in Frankston. So we had a FIR fitness and retirement program. And you can see when you're working with veterans, or people who have issues a bit, put them into training three months later, not only physically, internally the organs get better, their circulation gets better, their moods get better, their sleep get better, so they're less grumpy. Yes. They feel more energetic, so they look forward first, they don't want to come in, but three months later, all the blood work looks better. And that's something else, different than bodybuilding, different, it's looking good, have nothing to be healthy, to, to do with health. Yeah. Lots of times. So when you see an athlete pushing themselves to the max to look the best, it doesn't make sense. Like, it doesn't mean they are in the healthiest place uh, stage of their life, but they performing the best. So they're pushing their body in every single way where if you work in health balance, it's more likely you'll be sure you're balanced from all aspects of your life and you become the best version of yourself, whatever your goal is, depending what's the goal, you can lean toward tailoring your needs and the training you want into achieving it. And that's the key. That's something that's not worked on a lot lately, but how it would become the future. I think the future of the sport would become finding what someone wants in life. And it's like life coaching or what, what we mentioned before, it's like um, more lifestyle training. Find what's the weakness in your life, what's, find, what's the circle of life, where you want to be, where you want to strengthen your life and work on it. And it's funny thing, it's like I was doing a course about nutrition. And it come across physical health, mental health, spiritual health, social health. I'm going, what? Like that's you're studying nutrition that we've never been told about yeah. this stuff. And I was always thinking about three pillars, four pillars in life have to be balanced. But when you find it in health, they they teach it now. Now, now it's it's caught, up. It, it's caught it's catching up first. I haven't seen it before. Yeah. And of course last year I've seen I'm going, Oh my God, that's what I'm that's what we're missing. Yeah. So people start looking into it balancing life. Definitely. And I think it's taken a long time to
0: get to this point because yep. for so long people were very tunnel vision with particular things with their labels that we talked about as well. So even fitness, people say to me they want to get fit. What is your definition of fitness? There's so many variables. And then what is the best method of training? Obviously there's different ways to get to a certain goal. Same yes. thing with anything in life. You want to get from point A to point B and bridge that gap. Yep. It's just
1: identifying the goal and I know what are the main people that you work with? What are their goals? Look, different, different. I have like I have lately worked with someone very interesting, someone who is 51. a um, an agent just like a, a real estate agent who's been fit in his life. And he said, I want to be at my 50s, looking the best I ever looked and feeling the best I ever been. So we put something together as in anti-aging, um, presentable, have to be presentable, have to be healthy, have to be fit have to be strong Mm. and have to be feeling great because it's and it's something you can't buy. You need to put together a program. And I promised him that by the end of the year, he should look the best he ever looked and feel the best he ever felt because he have a successful business. He did his business um, like in COVID, he brought his business up really well, but he found that his, his physical health, a little bit suffering or his time, personal time is going through a bit of crisis. So by the end of the year, I got him into a competition, not to compete and beat other people, to compete with himself and get the best he ever would ever look and to prove himself he can do it over 50. Yeah, He ended up competing in, um, at over 50, winning, winning the whole thing, winning in novice, beating guys at 25 years old, getting fit. As I said, it's not about beating someone else, it's proving himself that he still can do it, did great. And did really well. And even everyone saying, Oh, go to the world, go to the world. I'm telling them, no, you stop. That's what you want. You want to feel good. This is feeling good. This is your proof of the point. We go back balancing your life and being sure you we reverse dieting. We be sure that the business is going okay, be sure that your personal life is okay and went back. So this is something just just to touch up on someone who's mature, yeah. not just at twenty one I when I achieve just physical shape. Yes. Yeah. It's interesting how priorities change over time. You had so many nuggets of gold just there. Out of curiosity, how long did that person prep
0: for? Does this particular individual talking about to we, get to that particular point?
1: Yeah, we prepared about eight months in total. Yep. So what we did is we built his physique to a limit where he can handle hard training and training beyond failure because when you age, you can't train with heavy and going heavy and smash your, your joints. You need to train in a sensible way, but you train to reach failure and try to push more into that so muscles grow without turning any tendons, without causing issues with joints or um, other problems in health. And then when he's ready and he got to his peak, we just tried to hold him there for three months. Then we took four weeks to be sure everything's okay and holding everything he have, keeping and keeping the gains, did a blood test. Everything's okay. His body performing 100 percent, nothing going wrong. Then we went into comp prep for 24 weeks the last comp prep, but it's the stages, eight months prep. So was that comp prep, that yep. was after the eight month building, was that all in That's total? That's all in total. All
0: in total, okay. Yep. And how much of that, what were the training phases you actually went through? Obviously, there's would have been a, a cut at some particular point. Yes. What was his basic body composition like when you first started?
1: When we started about 22% body fat, if we say about, um, and um, I need to remember the ratio of muscles, but he was he was about 90 Ninety-two kilos. Yep. At um one eighty centimeters. We build them up. We we did something called lean mass. Lean mass is. Everyone say I want to get bigger. I don't want to get fatter. And lots of people go. That's impossible. You can do. You can with the help of a coach. That it's it's really. You need to be careful. It's like a rally driver. Have to go at maximum speed and careful not to have an accident. Yeah, you need to be sure that you push your Exactly. It. So we pushed as far as we can and just health, health wise, being sure he's OK, being sure he doesn't do anything silly that would injure himself, not lift too much. And we start to pack size. The key is getting your protein to a certain level, healthy, but at a high level that can body take and being sure that it's absorbed. Then you add carbohydrates to suit. You keep increasing it slowly until you reach a limit where the body growing but not packing fats if it's packing more getting fatter you back off if you still but it takes lots of time to build that when you get to that limit then you add the essential fats you'll keep them about gram per kilo and you play around with essential fats to be sure the joints are good and the nervous system is going okay then you start idly you work around the person and you need to be careful that you know everything they're doing, everything they're doing to be sure that everything's okay. That's, that's in a nutshell, everything. So you build it into the way you want. You go up to 12 weeks to 16 weeks, you do that. Then you can do the comp prep goes anything between 12 weeks up to 24 weeks. Eight weeks people can do, but it's like someone who've done it for a long time and have to do no carbs and go like cardio two, three hours. Yeah, And the training should not differ as much. It's... Uh, it's um. It's a new new thing in the last five, six years that it's the technology with training change that people know now. Don't change your training when you're getting close to comp because you target the muscle from different angle and you dry. Your joints are dry. You may get injured. Yeah. So you hold the things that you can do well. So imagine if every week you change a your car. Yeah. You're not going to be able to ride, to drive it properly. Now of course, not. It's a different vehicle every time. Yes. With different so you ways keep to move. the same, the same way, the same thing, and you start Keeping your performance high, yeah. So you don't change things, but you change everything around it. Always. You
0: see, that's very interesting because even in combat sports, I know a lot of athletes that maybe they're doing an eight-week fight camp, for example. Now, yep. when it comes to the final two weeks or final week, they're desperately trying to cut weight, and at the same time, they usually lift the training intensity to try and get as much weight on as possible. This is counterintuitive because you're going into a really, really low-calorie diet at this point, and you're putting more demands on the body than what the body yep. was already doing it really impacts on performance it does not work well i love that you've mentioned that you keep fat intake which is essential which everyone demonizes obviously for hormone regulation and you're testing these things it's so commonly overlooked by the recreational lifter that maybe has he's winging it by himself using google or he's got a some random roco guy at the gym that's just telling him this is how you do it. Yeah. So I love this perspective. I think it's going to be really valuable for a lot of people listening. So what are things that the, the average person that wants to improve their physique, maybe not some, maybe they have ambition to potentially enter a, some sort of physique competition, possibly not win it, but just be on stage. What
1: things should they consider? Okay. Um, I'm going to be blunt, yeah? Yeah. That's far away, man. Natural different than someone who's enhanced. Yeah. When you see someone going I ate a chicken, look how I look in 7 weeks. <laughs> yeah. You need to tell me the whole the whole situation. You need to tell me your story from A to Z. There's lots of factors they don't mention. What they taking, what you doing, how much would they taking something for thermogenic. Yeah. So, for someone who want to do it healthy, okay? Always first and foremost, what they take hormones have nothing to do with losing weight. Cannot help like hormones as in steroids or enhancing drugs cannot do. There is a special agents they use, thermogenics that can help with dropping weight. And that's another subject. It's mainly the diet, the diet, what you, you are, what you eat. Yes. Whenever, whatever you do, if you're not eating the right food, you're not going to get results. Whatever, if you do an hour of cardio and end up having a Mars bar, that's the same calories as the cardio. Isn't, Isn't it funny that people did. think they can out-train a bad diet when they could yeah. just not have the Mars bar instead Cut. of doing the hour of cardio? Yes. So, so have to be done. And it's, it's look, let's put it on a, on a simple way that really I found it work for me always. I'll go, it's like your income and expenditure. Calorie intake, calorie expenditure. Simple. If you're getting more than what you're spending, you're going to have savings. You're going to have fats. If you're getting calories more than you're expending, the same, if you're spending more, then you start losing weight. And it doesn't matter what's your genetics. It doesn't matter what people say. I've done it. I can guarantee you 99.999% success if you do that right. If you get someone to spend more calories than what they're eating, they will drop weight. Yeah. They will. Even if we have a problem with hormonal, if we, even if we have issues with, with um, lifestyle, even if you're taking medicine that have cortisol in it, you'll keep pushing but extreme until you find a way that I'm spending more than what I'm getting, mm. you're going to lose weight. And losing weight is not what people think, oh, I'll lose two kilos a week. No, no, no. 400 grams a week to 700 grams a week is a perfect weight loss plan. So I worked with lots of people. One of them is one you remember the the biggest loser. Yes. First one, Andrew or Andrew. Yeah. I helped him after he finished second year, after he won the biggest loser, and no one kept the the weight off. Of everyone. course not eight hours a day they make them do cardio. I'm really passionate about this and I'm glad you brought
0: this up because I'm a firm believer that a lot of people in the fitness industry are setting people up to fail. They put them on a ridiculously high volume training program and high frequency with an ultra low calorie diet and then they drop significant amount of weight but it's not just fat, it's muscle, it's mostly water, it's bone density to some extremes and some fat. Then they rebound because it's unsustainable then they put it all back on and more and then feel like they have to go back to their trainer and the trainer blames them for not adhering to the guidelines.
1: And may ha- they may have a heart problems after that too, and lots of issue, issues when you drop water, when you're dropping water and losing your your water balance in your body, it's very dangerous. And that's what kills. That's what kills bodybuilders. That's what kills lots of athletes. After this, sh- you hear about someone competing when night didn't wake up. This is outside. the same thing that happens in combat sports where they're yes. cutting weight for a fight and then they're getting punched in the face. Like yep. These are things that people
0: aren't considering. Yes. So, what is the safe way to get around that then? To around. be
1: shredded for competition whilst being safe. Okay, taking giving it enough time. Yeah, so have a plan. Always have a plan. Need but everyone plan. wants Forward.
0: instant gratification now. Everyone, everyone wants wanted. a thirty
1: day challenge or yeah, an eight week transformation. Want to make it look good and want to get the best. Beat the number. Beat the number. The best way to do always. I tell people like in our sport in bodybuilding, we say someone who who. 3% body fat, we get to 3% body fat yeah. okay, at one stage. 3% body fat, it's not healthy, it's not good, your body can't hold it. It's like you're going broke and you don't have a cent in your pocket. Yeah, You're going to feel like crap, you can't do anything, you can't do nothing. Between someone who gets to 3% body fat that dieted for 12 weeks hard and someone who dieted 24 weeks and get to two to three percent body fat. The diet who's, who dieted for twenty four weeks can beat that. The other one. Yeah, imagine would
0: feel significantly better
1: and feel better. Muscles would be fuller. Water would be held well. The energy is really good, and he'll look healthy. Because mm. going slowly, slowly into what you want to achieve, and holding there two three weeks, adapting to the weight as we said to where you are, and being sure you refresh your glycogen, you'll be sure what we do. We get into the com before four weeks. It's like you're ready. But there is that little thin layer under the skin and we start getting being sure that the last bit it's like your last savings you want to let your body let it go so slowly you start turning it off slow slow and refeed every end of week you refeed yeah you diet and refeed so we do something it's called carb cycling and and fat loading you do two days low protein high protein low carbs no fats yeah. then you add a day you add fats two days low protein low like high protein low fats and low carbs and one day high carbs so one day a week high carb one day a week high fat and four days you do low and one day you low re- carb and low fat Yes. Really? So pretty much following a like, carnivore diet for those days? It's nearly, yes, two, not three. Because yeah. when you go three, you go into ketosis. Yeah, okay. Third day ketosis. So it's it's a trick that you do because when you go into ketosis, ketones, and your muscles, you start losing some muscle size and the water yeah. comes out. Yeah, gluconeogenesis, so the protein yes. gets transformed into so it's f- glucose. That's one of the... It's Look, there is hundreds of ways to skin a cat, yeah? Yeah. That's one of them. Yep. There is there is carb loading end of week. There is something called skip loading, which they eat about 7,000 calories on a Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of it. It's extreme. <laughs> it's extreme. <laughs> you have someone sitting there eating sugars all day and yeah. eating fat. There is another one, fat loading, totally fat loading. But alternating and playing around with it, it's up to the coach and what they're good at. And it comes with time. Some people who suit them well, if they end uh, like, um, you know how... If someone is ectomorph, they can work in a certain way. Yes. Endomorph work with another. It would work in a way. And also you look at genetics and what's their background too. Yep. It's funny, like our genetics, how it works. Your DNA, what's in your DNA. If someone coming from, like, from background in a farm and all their life, all their families just grown in a farm away from they say I wouldn't put them into on a fish oil because yeah. that's not in their DNA they on olive oil and everything else that they can use from farms where if someone from background who lived on the sea, all their ancestors, their body used to live on sea on seafood. You need to put them on something that's their their body related to. Yes. And there is a funny thing, like, you know how everyone talks about um, linseed and all this new bird food? Yeah. I call them bird food and we're not made made to eat all this. Imagine your grandpa and my grandfather trying to find some linseed to eat or sesame seed 200 years ago, 150 years It's not in our genetics. You can't, it's made not for humans. Yeah. And there is something else we can talk about in details later, but it's like the media push what can sell not what's healthy and it's make it looks good and unfortunately at this stage i'm confused half the times because all this comes up like oh like uh, coconut oil coconut oil everyone talking about coconut oil. like oh god damn it like this thing it never been around and suddenly in 10 years it's the best thing in the world yeah uh, well it doesn't make sense. Then you go fish oil, fish oil, fish oil. Then the fish oil companies made the money. Then they move into krill oil, krill oil. Krill. Yeah. Everyone go krill oil. Now palm oil. Like, come on. leave me. Like, yeah. There is lots of misinformation spread around marketing. Of and course. people have to be smart and do their own um, research. And if something doesn't work for you, don't do it. Something I doesn't feel like, it, don't eat it.
0: It's funny that there's so many influencers out there, and we'll get to this topic at one point, but they're all marketing the silver bullet, that one thing that's gonna be that cure for everything. Okay. And yes. it's really not like that. Like, There is not one thing that does everything. There are great things that have been tried and tested yep. over the years, like movement, exercise, using resistance training, things like yes. that, they get results, but it's not this magical potion that you're gonna get that's auto- automatically gonna give you all the gains in the world. There are some enhancements you can get, but it's a lot of it's marketing,
1: as you said. So how can people decipher through this crap? Because a lot of people are spreading these lies. It is. And you know, the problem is you're hearing part of the story. When when someone on Instagram posting their photo, how happy they are, how good they are, and how life is, 90% of the time, I don't want to put it like really in a harsh way, but there is problem with mental health going around really bad around the, the society and when people present themselves, sorry, as in um, just successful, good, it doesn't work like that. When someone look good as a bodybuilder, you look at someone who's looking shredded. This is one week a year. Yeah. The rest of the year, they don't want to show you their photos. You don't want to see them off season. They're 20 kilos heavier, 15 kilos heavier, 10 kilos heavier. They barely have apps. And they don't look close to the way they, they look on that photo. When you have those um, influencers going and saying, oh, this has made my life, this is the best, they get paid for that. They paid to do that. And keep in mind, when someone gets paid to prove something, to say something is good, they'll make it look as like everything so they can they can get the job or get it, get paid again. We had that problem in our industry in the past where supplement companies used to say it's um, the sponsor, athletes and athletes cannot say anything because they're sponsored because they sponsored unless that company only what they given them yeah and I had couple of uh, confrontation with with some some really good athletes in the past that they have their brand going and I'm going what's this crap like honestly do you use it and he goes uh, just off record I can't, I can't talk to you about it it's on my contract I can't say a word yeah. if I say award I'm done and they get paid 50 grand 100 grand 120 thousand a year to promote this product they're gonna make that product work or else yeah. they lose the contract what I would what I would suggest there is no magic bullet nothing beats hard work nothing beats hard work and everyone try to make easier work looks better like you get the results with the easier way. There is no shortcut. There is no magic pill. There is no sit at home and do, do anything and have a six pack and look great and beat everyone. There is nothing such as sit and rest and relax. And you're going to go and combat with someone who trained every day and beat them. Yeah. not going to happen. It's experience and it's day in day out putting the hard work. Everything have a price talked about it a bit everything have a price you need to think what price you want to pay but hard work isn't sexy to the average person it's not
0: sellable no (laughs) one wants to do it it is try it is true that it needs to be done for any form of long-term success yeah you to be sustainable in any way hard work comes hand in hand
1: okay and but people don't want to do it people can't sell that I'll tell you something I do I'm well known with training legs that I make people throw up yeah to the edge of throwing
0: I've experienced that before (laughs) and I've lay in a fetal position on a table in high school once I couldn't even go to the next
1: class just lying there so there is signs you see now and I understand it after 25 years that when they get yellow under the cheeks when the yellow goes there (laughs) and under the eyes if they connect they throw up don't let them connect be sure they still have some blood so hard work I train the guys and the girls that look the best on stage and have the biggest legs but I train them like hell Yeah. like hell and when someone come and train with me they go no wonder they win because if you train like that you walk on stage and you know no one else train as hard that and you're gonna beat them. exactly and you know if someone beat me they train harder than me there is no other There's no other answer. Yeah. It's training hard and always have genetics. Yes, have genetics in the past. If someone have a genetics work beside someone who's training, they may beat them. Now, with the numbers that you have of people training, with the knowledge on the internet, genetics alone doesn't help. Mm. Eating alone doesn't help. You have to train. You have to eat. You have to rest. And you have to be putting the hard work every time. And more likely when you are feeling like crap, more than when you're feeling good. It's not when you feel only good you go and train. When you're feeling crap is more important because you expect it when you feel good to go to the gym and train. Yeah. And do, but when you feel like you don't wanna do it, you drag yourself into training. That's what makes a difference. That is, this the, case is the drive.
0: Anything though, because yes. so many people out there they say, but I'm not motivated today. How do you stay motivated? No one stays motivated all the time. Persistence. You have to be consistent. You have to be persistent. You have to be determined. Resistent you have and to resistant. be disciplined and go- excellent quote, but you must push it on the days you can't be fucked. Yes. It's just the only way that you can do it for anything, whether it's your business or anything, yes. you must show up and apply yourself.
1: How do you put that in a bottle for people to buy? Because no one can. Yes, I go when someone competing, I'll tell them every day the sun rays, the sun does did you wake up one day and the sun didn't rise? Every day the sun rays. Every day the sun rays, you go and do what you need to do. Yeah. If the sun rays, you're gonna do what you do. And that's how you get the how that's how you get ahead ahead. You need to do every day the the work you need to do and every take it minute at a time, day at a time. Just do your like when you're going into that channel, like tunnel vision and you're channeling into what you wanna achieve. You do one step at a time. What I need to do now is eat. What I need to do now is sleep. What I need to do now is do my work. What I need to do now is rest. What I need to do now is train hard. When they train, they have to train hard and think about nothing else. When they work, they need to work and think about nothing else. And when it's time to eat, they'll eat. Don't break that pattern and go into your own routines and before you know what you achieve. So you break your cycle, like the cycle of life into smaller, yeah. and you put your goals into weekly goals that you need to achieve every week. I need to tick those. If you're able to tick them, the end result is amazing. You'll see results that you've never seen before. And I've seen it so many times, the impossible. I've seen the impossible, What people say it's impossible to do that, I've seen it done so many times because they break it into weekly goals and go through it. But again, what's the price? What's people willing to do? Yep. I have people doing three hours cardio a day and training every day for three months and coming in like, like nothing else after being beaten though.
0: So, so what the, does it take? What is the price to be, for that excellence, for that moment of glory on the stage for peak success? What does it depends.
1: take? what it means to them, what it means to the person. and That's something we need to be careful with because it can be very dangerous. If people don't understand the price they want to pay, and that's why I'm saying what's the price? It can be their life. It can be their cost them a lot because if you don't think of the consequences of lifting heavy, you can put a weight that you can't lift and think, I'm going to lift it and drop on you and just break break an arm or torn a tendon. So have to be careful of what you're willing to give to get that. What is worth to me? So when someone come in and say, I want to win the world championship, okay, okay, when do you want to win it? Or in the next two years, okay, what you're willing to put into that. And the most dangerous thing is when someone say, I'll do anything. Mm-hmm. Do anything, it may be your life, no. It's a no-go. Yeah. It's dangerous ter- ter- territory and you don't want to go there. You go, okay, what you're willing to give from your time, are you willing to give a de- an hour a day? Yeah, are you?" able to do six meals a day, five meals a day? Are you able to do your work and go through what you need to do with work? Oh, no, no, I'm focusing on it only. I'm happy to stop work. Then you're going to fail at work and you're going to end up losing your goal because you can't afford it Yeah. or you're going to lose your partner or having problem socially and emotionally with your support circle that we need to put all this on the table at the end, you, st- you are what I want to get to. You're trading two years of your life with a trophy, with a mm-hmm. win. And when that's done, what do you think you're going to do? So you won, you pivot, you Mr., Mr. Wood, blah, blah, blah. You won, you get a trophy, plastic trophy. That's what 200 bucks, probably max. Yeah. You put it at home. And what else? Get, that's where depression, that's where depression hits. I am the where
0: we've got to this. Tell us about the post-comp depression yes. that people really need to be prepared for. And yep. this goes to more than just a bodybuilding comp. It's goes Inter- for fighters. This goes for Everything. anyone achieving anything. anything. Climbing Mount Everest, you're still going to have a crash yes. and you're after to, it.
1: They say the worst job in the world is um, American president. Yeah. because you get wow. the strongest man in the world yeah. you got it after that it's just you go into nothing yeah, whatever not you do die. in life you just <laughs> nothing in life gonna yeah. have the same effect yeah. <laughs> so, so when people achieve it the main thing that you need to get athletes to understand to have a value of themselves away from the title athlete or or a CEO or a director or someone who's performing anything, as long as have a self worth, as long as they have the self worth, they know themselves what's they worth as a dad, as a friend, as a person, as a good person, just in life general, and they have that title as a goal to achieve, then continue their life to support it and understanding that's not gonna change their life. Yes um i have an example just i'll put it quickly that once we went with someone who have a goal you want to win mr Award. want to win mr universe mr universe mr universe that all my goal in life to do, to be mr universe went with them to uk he won number 1 mr universe coming back on the plane and he's holding his baby and going around the baby crying and I'm going, how it feels? <laughs> he said, What? How it feels? You missed the universe. You're still changing the diapers. Yeah. You're still walking right <laughs> everyone, <trying>. <laughs> <laughs> everyone looking at your He goes, Just it's a downer. It's just I feel I thought my life gonna change. Nothing changed. You're yeah. still the same person. When you leave the gym or the work, you're still the same person you walked on. The seat. C- no one gives a crap on your title. You can't walk around saying, I'm Dr. X, I'm Mr. Da 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 because I achieved that all your life and live in the past. Yeah. Next day another person gonna take the title. Next year someone else gonna take the mm. title. As long as it complemented and they would use it to balance their life. You know how we talked about mental health, physical health and this yeah. Just health pillars? Yep. As long as they balance that that part of life because when we focus on a physical goal, Physical health is great. Mental health is suffering 100%. Mm. When you're your mental health, you're not thinking about anyone else but you. So when you're do, when you're thinking about yourself, you're achieving the goal. You're not thinking about what makes you happy. The goal makes you happy. But the pain you're going through, you don't want to go through it. You don't want to every day. You go through it because of the drive. But that's, that's the mental health. Now, physical health. Physical health going to be great you're getting to it but the last three four weeks you're putting everything you can you're dragging your body out of bed you're overtrained you're overtired your body you have six percent body fat minus and you're going down 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 and you're feeling like crap it's okay but you're not healthy you're looking good you're not healthy i said this recently stop
0: normalizing bodybuilders as the picture yes. of health because many of them are not healthy yes they are disciplined and yes i have an amazing yeah. physique but most of these people they don't Everyone wants to look like a bodybuilder, but they really don't want to do what it takes yes. to become that 6 or uh, under 6% body fat and live that life with their hormones dysregulated, with the bad mood, with having issues with their family members because they're at the gym all the time. Got that commitment where they're sacrificing time from work and their yep.
1: activities. There's so many things that come into it. 100%. When you're under 6%, under 8% body fat, it's unhealthy. Yep. It's like you have no defense system. You can get sick very quickly and you can get very sick and it just there is a hard it's a hard lesson to get that's if we don't go toward talking about electrolytes imbalance and everything your brain is foggy because 69 percent of your of your brain is fats yeah so fats going down you can't think you're very sensitive to cold you get you sweat very quickly you call you cold your energy drop so that we didn't go even into emotional health yeah and then then social health because you don't have any friends yep. that they can talk to. Every night they want to go, every Saturday night they want to go drink. You can't. Yep. Every can't time they want to have yeah, out with yeah, friends, but you can't. You're gonna have, take your own food. Look like just out. Yeah, big big problem taking your yeah, your cup of rice and having it there with a bit of <laughs> chicken breast. Everyone gonna you know, look at oh, this weirdo. What he's doing? Yeah. Um, and then you have the emotional, and there is spiritual health too which the spiritual health, it's more likely your core belief. That's your center. That's what drives you. That's the the that's the center of your life. What's your right and wrong. And sometimes you may be going toward, toward doing the wrong things when you're there just to achieve it. So you need to be careful. And when you finish, you need to go back reverse dieting. Yeah. So you're going into 1,200 calories, let's say, or 4,000 calories or 3,000 calories for three, four months. It's funny, people don't think about anything in life but food. Yeah. Only food, bread. If you tell them bread, they'll be dribbling. Yeah. you tell them just just some pasta. So how low do you go?
0: Someone that was previously on, maybe they were doing not a dirty bulk, but a clean bulk, and they got to 3,000, 4,000 calories. How low would you go down when you're doing a cut?
1: It can go down, look, depending on the body weight and what they can handle and their body type. Some people would go well on a half a cup of rice, three, four times a day or six times a day. Others, one others none yeah like i have someone who cannot get lean unless i put them on a keto with zero carbs yeah for eight weeks yeah. have to be eight weeks until that skin look thin you know how they have the paper yeah. skin yeah that doesn't happen others can do it on high carbs other person i dealt with if i drop the carbs under 150 gram a day they'll faint really? and they will be in hell like you cannot talk to them yeah you can't talk to him you cannot even just try to get him to go to the gym. Hell, hell, he'll be just lying down, just grumpy, can't yeah. walk move a minute and stuff this i can't do it i can't i can't do it simply i can't who do wants it. to live like
0: that yes. is that moment on stage
1: worth it yes. like it's, it's just not there is a saying they say the worse you feel the best the better you look on stage okay and this is saying about bodybuilding. Okay. Yeah. so the worse, whoever feel the worse, they look the best so it's really? not healthy no, it's it's not healthy that day yeah and we're always being sure they're taking off electrolytes they were feeding the day before we carbon them up they have the water manipulation we go we load the water and Drop the water. We drop the salt and up the salt again. Yep. We don't play with potassium. Potassium is very dangerous, and that's something I needed to be clear. No athlete should play with potassium unless they have a doctor with them because potassium regulate the heart beats yeah, okay. and the uh, Electric involuntary. Everything. Yeah. Uh, muscles, so very careful. And that's what gets people in trouble. Or using diuretics. This is people th-
0: do it yourself at home. They're not taking these things into the yeah,
1: account. Yeah, not even reading. And the worst thing is they read on the internet. When yeah. they read, someone just the broad science is a disaster. Mm. It's unfiltered information, and the things that you read now, like simply in the nineties and. And 2000, what's now is is a simple information that you have everywhere. It was a secret that no one, no one knows, or was just very advanced athletes would do. Now it's like someone walking to the gym that can't go without taking pre-workout, which have a dimeth, whatever it is. Yeah, that would be like speed nearly. They can't train without it. Yeah, and then they wonder why they can't sleep and they've exactly. a really stressful life. That's so I get a lot of people that come to me
0: and they want to do a physique transformation and I always ask them, what's your stress management like? How's your sleep? Then we look at diet, we look at these other factors. Yep. People aren't looking at them. You were talking to me the other week about pretty much the other 23 hours in the day outside of the training. Yes. What do people need to consider? They have to be like living like a bodybuilder to be able to really be successful, yeah? Mm,
1: look, depends. That's that's what I said, what what they're willing to pay. Yeah. If someone want to go to the Olympia, To win the best of the best in the world out of 7.2 billion, 7.8 billion people to get number one. Yes. If someone going to go to the Australian championship, no. Yeah. If someone to go to the wards, probably, yeah, last three months. But people think because I'm at the gym and I want to win a local show, I'll go on a no diet. I go don't eat anything. I'll eat six times a day. I'll wake up 3am and I'll eat. This is bull crap. It's like someone, excuse my French. It's, it's like someone who have a headache and you give him, you give him morphine. Yeah. But not what we do. Why do yes. you want to take morphine? That's overkilling. You're killing yourself. Yeah. So it's this is what it is. When people wanna become successful because of what we talked about, the influencers, they wanna live their life. They wanna go and do that. These people trying to look lean. There is actually someone who passed away away from four or five years in, in um in Thailand. Forgot the name. Kid a kid who was influencer and just trying to look good, always and just look great and he had a heart attack and passed away yeah. at 28 That's or too it's very tragic to look good from the outside it's a very dangerous message they're sending people think always you should look like that and it's not you can't well you as can you said do they don't look like that all year round most of the nope. time anyway but in terms of body
0: image there's mixed messages out there and so many people feel like they're going to be happy when they get to that 6% body fat and we've yeah. already discussed the post comp prep and things even if you win the title against elite level athletes yeah. What do you think the effects of influencers and things are having
1: on body image with mental health and stuff like that? Bad. Really bad. Because, look, I train elite athletes, yeah? And some of them are influencers. that I know their stories head to toe. And I know how, what's their life like? And when I see photos sometimes on Instagram, I kind of go, "Are are you okay? When they go, oh, my life is great. I go, damn, what happened now? I know that there is a problem when someone go and say life is great, live, don't care about anyone, what they say, you, you thrive yourself. You know, there is a problem there. No one going to sit. It's like you're sitting with your wife in the room and she going on Facebook going, I love you, baby, and you go, what the hell? Why? Like, why you want to go do that? It's
0: I love that because you're checking in on people that are wearing a mask. Yeah. Now, many of these people out there are suffering in all sorts of fields yeah. and the mask gets heavy and they might have everyone else fooled. But deep down, they really know that they're not okay. But you can see through that, and you can yes. recognize that in uh, your athletes. But to everyone else,
1: everything looks great. Yeah, they think it's great. And you have so many that you'll see them having their photos there, everything's okay, and you'll find they broke up straight on, or they already in dramas. This, this fa- it's, like I call it fake book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a fake book. It is. It's a it's highlight real isn't it? It's it really just you're showing, you're showing a part of cannot be perfect no one's perfect no one look like that and do that every day people walk in now to the gym oh i own three gyms and you know as i've told you before we go i have people walking in with they with their phones and the tra- trailer and just put it there and just trying to they want to train and just they have their own clothing for the shoot for that they want to train and they set up their camera and they do a set and sit there for 15 minutes trying to set up another one and talk half an hour on the phone then do that on, this guy I don't see him like never show up to the gym mm. once a week and that's all they come for
0: yeah
1: it's really th- this is a new trend that's going on but it's taken over because it make money people yes. make money it's playing that. off people's
0: insecurities
1: yes and you're taking the weakness yeah. of people and taking their what's their weak wow like their really weak point and just highlighting it and it's a bit it's a bit of a problem
0: i've been looking at a lot of these people focusing on marketing and they're really focused they pretty much just attack people's problems their pain points all the it's, time and then step in with a solution it's usually crap yeah. and people are so emotionally bought in and they feel like they have the answer to make me feel better if i achieve this i'll be happy again i'll have that self-worth and you're saying who are you when you don't have that title, when you don't have that trophy, when you're not whatever label you've imposed on yourself and with the limitations and the way that you have to act that comes with that. So what advice do you have to someone that is maybe struggling with their identity, the labels and trying to find happiness at the other end of a getting abs?
1: It's a very hard, it's it's great questions and I wish I have the answer, the total answer for it. But I would say, I would say, everyone have their own problem. What's missing in their life? The main thing is what you're missing. I'm missing emotional then I need to look at emotional support. I'm missing physical, then I need to look at that and fixing it without suffering in other aspects of life. Mm -hmm. So if someone having mental health issues, see someone, do not think it's okay. If they're feeling like that, just have to see someone. Physical, go see, go to the gym, do meditation, do yoga. Get your friends open. Whatever your weakness in life, fix it. You know, there is something God like a circle of life that you... you a yeah, of life. Yeah, yeah, and you go through, you just Very measure where you tool. are. Yeah. Yes, and see where your weakness and, s- and check it and see someone who can help. It's a very confronting process to go through with that wheel of life. I, yeah. you
0: know, when I take people through it myself, it's a very interesting answer to come out of it because yeah. there's areas you're lacking that you aren't even aware of. Yes. Yeah, but you find that when you enhance one area, the other areas sort of improve. Like if you're looking at, you can actually go one step further and you can include things like sleep and stress management strategies yeah. instead of just relationships and things. If you, when you look at someone, let's say someone came to you and they're like, look, I'm only getting five hours a night, sleep, I'm struggling with stress at work, I'm under the pump, my relationships on the rocks, I want to be a bodybuilder. What would you say to them?
1: Damn. <laughs> Are you really? really Wanna go that way? <laughs> I'll go look the main <laughs> the main thing when we go into circle of life, or what we set up, uh, first I'll go into what's your priorities in life. And that's yeah. something I like doing. I go, what's your priority in life? Give me ten priorities. And we go, myself, my health, my kids, my work, my income my family, uh, my friends, my social life. And I go, okay, take it home, think about it 24 hours. Think about it, next day they come in, I go, can you write it down? One to 10, what's number one? They go, first is my kids. I go, no, no, it's not your kids. can't be your kids first, because if you lose your health. You can't look after your you kids. You can't look after your kids. Yes. So I need you to put your health first. Yeah. Are your kids sick if I have autistic kids if I, my, first? that's first because at this stage of my life I'll have that and when they finish that card I'll tell them to keep it in, your, in their pocket no. and I found it's a very good tool that I used in the past and when my son called me or from school and going dad I'm stressed I need you to pick me up and I'm in the middle of a session I'm training someone it happened before yet that someone came from Geelong and I'm training them they just arrived I go sorry mate my kid need me and I look at that because you go, business, my kid, no, this guy came here. No, I have, the, I have commitment. I can't yeah. do And that's what stressed you 10 times more. If you have that priority paper, you pull it up and you go, first, kids. Sorry, mate. Kids first. I apologize. That's your money back. I'll do a free session for you. I'll do whatever I can. Yeah. I need to go. I hope you understand. I'm a dad and that's number one. Yeah. And I'll leave. I find that help. That is it. an
0: amazing thing to do. I know listing the order of values is so yes. important. And then I ask people just to build on that. If someone says health is a priority, I go, cool. Does your habits, behavior and actions reflect that your health is a priority? Because <laughs> okay. everyone says it is. Yeah. But when they really think about it, a lot of the time their health isn't a priority. Nice. And when it comes to things like work, a lot of people are living to work. They're not working to complement and provide Thank themselves you. for freedom to live their life. Brilliant. They're
1: just working that's that's their existence it's our culture yeah the culture that we have is we live to work we live to work we don't work to live and funny from about 10 years I told that to I was sitting with my wife I told her you wake up 7am take the coffee jump in the car go to work seven by that time midday we jump have a coffee come back to work by four o'clock everyone jump in the car come back home with machines yeah we're like a machine five days
0: per week to maybe enjoy two sounds yeah, like a pretty crappy just, deal yeah
1: yeah so it's it's really really very questionable like very it's it's really bothered me for a long time so that's, what that's told, why I'm like people it.
0: hold on to their title of their career and their profession
1: because they see themselves. There is no social life with us. Yeah. There's not many. What do you, when do you tell me, if you go see a friend, you go to the cinema and watch a movie. That's not social life. Yeah. That's watching a movie. Mm. You, we'll just drive in different cars. We sit there or we go eat. No, no. We, we miss those old days that you can go and sit and talk to a friend and be able to really connect with people that you care about and they care. This is a part that's really, it's the new technology. And too with all the social media, it's becoming different. Mm. It's a different way of communicating. You sit in your room and you send a text if you're upset. Yep. You don't need to go see your friend. This is a different different level. Yeah. Well, soon it's going to be with AI. Mm. You know, people I aren't know. going to be talking to each other it's, anymore. Yeah, we're
0: going to have uh, AI
1: counselors and stuff. It's though. really scary. Yeah. If, you really, if you see the last like last two months, it's a bit uh, it's a bit confronting. You we mentioned
0: connection and that is something that everyone needs as a pillar of health. Yes. And it's overlooked. When it comes to some people being reluctant to join the gym, some yes. people feel like they're going to be judged. They feel like they're not fit enough. They're overweight. And they've got a little bit self-conscious. What advice do you have for them to be able to just get in there and give it a go?
1: Definitely. It's one of the hardest things. I tell people, even as a coach, I tell people, one thing I can't help, I cannot help you with is the fire. Is the fire inside you. Your will. And what I tell people when they walk to the gym, sometimes they go, um, I want to join. I've never been to a gym. I tell them, that's the hardest part you did. Yeah. You walked in. The minute you drive yourself to the gym and you dare to step into the door, that's the hardest part done. It took me three months or four months when I'm 18 to walk into the gym, three months that I want to. And I go across and I'll go, I wanna go there. I just wanna go there, but I'm weak. I wanna go there, but if I'm gonna embarrass myself. My cousin is training there and he's stronger than me. Yeah. And it's just, so the hardest part is to walk in. And what I would recommend is use something that causes you pain to be the reason you go in, Because everyone have that trigger point, have that red button. So using again, Fitness is such a positive
0: tool for mental health and anything yes. else. that so many people use the gym as a sanctuary to escape from pain. It can yes. come, and a lot of people have maladaptive coping strategies like drugs, alcohol, all these things yep. to cope with pain. But gym is a better solution. So you're saying to use that as the fire to get you in train, to ha- do that hard work, what is necessary to be
1: successful. It is. I, I was watching last week, a Charlotte monk was saying that what people need now is hard physical work then you don't have a depression and also i read somewhere else on med publication that it's effective as much as 1.5% more than yes. 1.5 not percent 1 1.5 5 6, times yeah 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 uh, more than medication and cognitive behavioral therapy and even mindfulness to an extent and seeing a therapist so it works more but we need to do it it's hard work and you can't do it on the net you can't do it online you have to drag yourself and go in I really encourage people even from personal past experiences the worst time I had in my life when I don't train When I injured myself, I couldn't train. I was in the worst mental space of my life ever. And when I got back to
0: training, I was good. I'm glad you raised that. That's an interesting point. So we mentioned that so many people out there use gym as a coping strategy. Yes. What do you suggest, how did you cope when you couldn't go use that tool? Because so many athletes get injured and they can't train like they used to train, so they just don't train at all. And they're left to face the world or the negative experiences and emotions and stresses and things without their go-to, which is gym. How can they manage it if they are injured and they can't get there?
1: This is this is a tough one too. But what I would start with walking is something It's outside. Not walking on a treadmill, not walking inside. Get out if it's arm injury, I'd walk. If it is something related to legs, I'll find something. Meditation is a really good one that you can use, but not meditation that they would take meditation as a lightly. Go into, okay, I want to look into meditation and what it does and opening chakras and going into the really spiritual part of meditation as an Eastern Eastern medicine they use it in. That's one. Second is, is using the focus mental strength planning. Doing things, putting a plan, write it down, read books you like. So something. There's like, the
0: architect coming out. Yeah, here, I love probably. This. <laughs> it, what made
1: me do really well in in um, bodybuilding is first when I start decide I want to do bodybuilding, I start reading a every night one hour, mm-hmm. and I read someone. When you read for four years, one hour a night, you'll have what's equivalent to PhD. Yeah. in that subject so i found every four years one hour one hour for yeah. four years about any subject you yeah. want you'll have what's equivalent to phd and trust me it works because i did that with supplements and by the fourth year i was a walking encyclopedia about every single because you have passion the more you read the more you want the more you read the more you understand then you go deeper and deeper and you start reading really medical stuff that goes through then you go deeper in it and you start seeing the difference between the bull crap that goes to the general public and what works and then you go deeper and you start reading what's behind it and you see why it was introduced you know in the 1950s they used to prescribe cigarettes as a way for weight loss and for health I wonder what they're going to look back on in another 50 years time that we're doing now Imagine something like that so, so it's the things that doctors used to prescribe it doctors yeah. you go remember, and they tell you just was it the Vogue diet without saying have a bottle of wine, <laughs> wine and things <laughs> one well time. I'll tell you something in the Middle East that happened till now you know the 7-Up or the uh, uh, Sprite yeah they describe prescribe it, the doctor prescribe it when you have a stomach ache yeah. or indigestion. Well, I know people they it. Old wives was like flat lemonade that you would have, and they're still doing Just it, LA. Yeah, <laughs> they're still doing it. It's still there. When I, go, I went there and they're going, oh, you have a stomach pain, have lemonade. I'm going, what? Yeah. What? That's right? No. Yeah. said, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. You don't do that. <laughs> so it's it's the things, the, the, <laughs> the crap that we built with time that we think it's true.
0: So when it comes to supplements, because we yes. are running out of time and you yep. touch on it, what are supplements that actually actually have face value because there's millions because I, I get friends and clients that come to me and they go you know i went to the supplement store and they gave me all these test boosters and all the things i'm like mate you walked in and they just blew a load because they knew yes. that you were going to buy the whole store they're going to tell you you need everything so if you want on a budget and yep. you were looking to enhance performance essentially physique yeah what would you go to creatine i imagine
1: would be one okay we'll go number one fruit yeah. So num- it's, called sum- supplement. Supplement. it's called it's a supplement. supplementing your food. So number one, you get six meals a day. Yep. You get 2.5 grams of protein per kilogram of lean body weight. You yep. get two grams of carbs plus and one gram per, f- per fats before you look into supplements. So when you get that right and you're going at it and you're training hard, then you supplement it. Now whey protein, it's made of whey, which is the water that comes out from the cheese that yep. we throw away in the past. I didn't know now that. they use it. That's the water. When you make milk into a cheese, they put some vinegar and it would become a cheese. So that it had a the part that doesn't harden up, now they, they, they throw it to to the plants. That, someone come up with that great idea that it's called whey, and now we <laughs> think it's the best thing in the world. Yeah? So this is the whey. Wow. You
0: know. So ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> when you are buying your expensive WPI, <laughs> you yep. know what
1: it is now. I yeah, love it's a protein. Yeah. And there is the, now they come up with something better last two years. And they did the, um, um, what is it called? The beef protein, beef aminos, and it's the... Um, uh, what's the hair thing collagen collagen yeah so that's leftovers of the cows when they take the meat and everything all the tendons yeah. and all the bones they make those they shred them dry them and now they feed them to us as in as in high protein okay it's a leftover what else give me three more because we want the top five okay now so protein you can take yeah. as as a support creatine is good if you don't have enough beef Yep. If you don't take beef, it's good to take creatine. Creatine monohydrate it's, it's good if you're missing it. It's okay. like multivitamins. Multivitamin, a full multivitamin is a good thing to have. It's like you go and service your car to be sure nothing goes wrong. You don't wait until it breaks down. Yes. So vitamins you'll take them because if you diet and drop 10 kilos, after 6 kilos, you start missing vitamin Bs and you yep. start missing the vitamin E and A. You start suffering hair and skin. So we'll take multivitamin. Always, so the full men or or woman multivitamin, yep, is a good thing. Glutamine probably is after that. Glutamine yeah. is something that's um, really essential. Sixty percent of the muscle made of glutamine It's yeah. the one of the main. It's main
0: for the immune system and also yes. like gut health as yes, well. Yes, gut health I've really heard of people curing
1: well. Curing the leaky gut problem. With yeah, I, I love it. I take it. We take it overseas, and if someone gets sick. We'll just feed them, we'll put 600 gram mil, 600 ml of water with 20 grams of glutamine and drink it. When it's finished, refill it, refill it, refill it, don't eat for mm-hmm. two days. If you get diarrhea, it would fix it. Really? If you have poisoning, it would fix it. Okay. But the problem is the glutamine, if it's taken from plants, it's really good. If it's taken from animals, it's taken from cats' hair. Ah. And it's the worst thing ever. So wow. the problem is know? the production, where it's from, where it's made and what we want to do.
0: Yeah, we have run out of time. I thoroughly enjoyed the chat. I'm You're a wealth it. of knowledge and I would love to have Thank you back you. again. And it went very quickly. How can people find you? If they want to hear more from you, where can they get in contact with
1: you? Thanks. I'm based at Next Level Fitness. We have a branch at Clayton. We have a branch at Noble Park and one in South Melbourne. So I can be contacted there for any advice if anyone needs help. And how can they okay. find you on
0: social media? So social media.
1: He trainer at. Um, um, you can find me on Facebook and on Instagram. So, just yet. So I think I'm the only IAD in Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so it's, for it's having for me. Thank it you for coming, man.
0: It was an absolute pleasure. Everyone, we will see you next week for another amazing guest. Thank you,
1: IAD. Thanks.
0: Hi, my name's Paul Kennedy, and I'm a sport reporter for the ABC, and when I'm not listening to the ABC, I listen to Radio Karam. Tune in and enjoy.
1: Don't worry about a thing, because Atticus Health will make, make you feel for- all right. Don't worry. About a thing Cause Atticus Health Will make you feel alright If you got a tummy ache Or you don't feel right
0: Or you have a nasty rash
1: (laughs) Keeping you up at night (laughs) Don't worry worry. About About a a thing thing.
0: Don't worry (laughs)
1: Because Atticus' help will make make you feel (laughs) alright. Radio Caram, don't worry about about a thing. thing. Because Atticus Atticus says we'll make make you feel feel alright.